and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters back to school. Yeah. Um, last week we started back to school with um, maths. Yeah. And we watched A Beautiful Mind. And I feel like I know math now. Yeah. I didn't, we never actually, we kept the listeners on tenterhooks. We never really said what our scores were on I this quiz. what the spread was on the online bets that were going <laughs> on about that. You know, tens of people were mm-hmm. listening, listening at all. Listening. <laughs> Passively while doing their laundry. And I know that they've been wondering this yes. whole week. Lindsay, what level of maths are you? I believe it said I was a sophomore yeah. in, in college or high school. Sorry. I um I never made it out of JH. <laughs> it, it said seventh or eighth. <laughs> Generously. <laughs> That's very surprising to me that you scored better than me. Or sorry, worse than me. Way worse than you. Yeah. I don't know why you're that's, surprised. That's like one or two questions, probably, girl. It was 20 questions on this quiz. It cuts it cuts it so, hard. so hard. Yeah. I actually remember more about triangles than I thought that I did. I liked trigonometry. Yeah, it's nice. It's a pleasant, there's, you can sort of learn three or four formulas and that's, you just cruise. You just go. Yeah. I don't remember that one getting like increasingly complicated no, throughout the year. It was it just really sort of didn't. like, well, and you've mastered it. <laughs> Have We're a good practice year. it. <laughs> I actually really liked my trig teacher who, she was like the one math teacher that like spoke in a language that sounded like English to me. Like math I mean yeah you know what I mean like people would be like well you blah, 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 blah. and she's like no when I say this I mean this number right here yeah, like people she was, need to have that skill I would she say. was very not much personality on that one but boy she taught well, me quite well and sometimes the best you can hope for in a yeah. math teacher yeah I did have actually weirdly one math teacher that was drama like had a lot of personality too much stressful I felt oh boy lots of cutting up making goofs with the kids. It was like in seventh grade. And I was like, this name redacted. Can we please focus? <laughs> because like we have a test on Friday and I don't I've know never any heard of this. this. You got stressed out because your teacher was a goober. Like she had too many like inside jokes with the kids. Oh I and don't kids like would, that either. Kids would do like goofy thing where like I don't remember something like a Jolly Rancher sort of a thing. You know, everything mm-hmm. was everything was very Jolly Rancher based as a currency yes. in junior high between teachers and students. And so it would be like a if you do blank outside of class and I hear about it, you and so kids would come to town like come to class, come to town. <laughs> They'd come to town just to shout in their stories to anybody who'd listen. <laughs> Selling their snakes oils and their and their wares. <laughs> Like, my brain is in in a strange place, I feel. Well, in fairness, like, weren't you in Tomball? Or no, you were in the Woodlands at this point. No, that was, like, yeah, and that was seventh grade, which was the, they send all of the seventh graders in the Woodlands to one little archipelago. They, well, they did in your day. And then when I arrived at that age, they uh, sent everyone but the most beautiful to the archipelago. (laughs) 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 There was... I really do feel that that was the arrangement because when I joined back up with them in ninth grade, I was like, whoa, I am not in this league, I don't feel. There were a lot more burnouts at my last school. Yeah, I felt so when we were in the Woodlands growing up. There were three intermediate schools. We alluded to this last week. <laughs> intermediate, a thing I've never heard never of in another district. Never heard another person called middle school intermediate. <laughs> well, it wasn't middle school. It was fifth and sixth. 
It was the last year of what's traditionally okay, elementary yeah, so and the first of middle. Your cohorts are K through four, mm-hmm. five through six. Hellacious, hellacious sort of Hell accelerator <laughs> that you go through in those two years. But there were three of them in the woodlands. Yeah. And at the time that we were coming up, there was one that was sort of in the old, 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 old parts of the woodlands. Yeah. And then there was... <laughs> that was where the Manolio Sagley ones were. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was sort of, you know, a lot of... It was not the charming school. Let's put it that way. Yeah. They sort of were like, you guys get the ugly school. Yeah. And then we were in the sort of middle of the road. Mm-hmm. It Firmly was like, middle class. It was very like also middle years of the woodlands being constructed. You know, yeah. like it was actually 80s, a pretty charming school. I thought so too. It was very like 80s and 90s, you know, houses. And then all the houses built in like the mid 90s and later, it seems like, mm-hmm. all went to this other one that was newer and nicer. Mm-hmm. And they also ran their school differently. Like yes. had a whole different system from the other two. They kept them all together. You didn't you had learning communities. You were in the same group of kids. I always thought that it was uh, like kind of illegal that they did that. Yeah, <laughs> like they had the same group of kids and the same teachers for two years. Which it's like a Mr. Feeny type fantasy. Yeah, when what? unless unless you don't get along with that teacher. Uh, that okay. That's a good point. Yeah, grass God. is always greener. I subbed there once or twice when I was getting my teaching certification, and it really is such a lovely school and in such a pretty part of the woodlands like it's like well good for you yeah I went to the middle the middle middle school well then so they put us all together for the first time since various kids had been like remixed around at different elementary schools that like you know maybe one middle school had like three or four elementary schools but then like one kid get is in a weird feeder pattern yeah or something, you know what I mean anyways they put us all together all three intermediate schools and they were like here you go. You're at this dark, old, old, creepy. Oh, that place was creepy. It's it's and like, were, like I can remember the way it was style laid out. Rooms, which I thought was really strange. Yes, like I the, thought that was strange too. Your world history one was in. Oh, like, you talking about a, McCullough? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'm talking about Knox. Knox is Knox is a prison. <laughs> there is there is terrible energy at Knox. <laughs> the energy could not be worse. It at really Knox. It, it oh. Ooh, that science hallway. Like, I could, it's There were not dark. enough lights. No. Mm-mm. It was a I thought, genuinely very poorly lit school. It was. I thought McCullough was the club. I loved McCullough. McCullough, it I was never so got to charming. experience. Oh, my God. It was so cozy. The vibe of McCullough, well, I mean, I will say there was a hallway fight every day when I was in eighth uh-huh. grade. Literally every day. I did do my lock-in there. Oh, that's that's a pl- very pleasant place to have yeah. a lock in. Um, the design of it was very silly and goofy. It felt very eighties because it was the high school in the woodlands in the eighties. But like, I liked McCullough. I thought she was cute, and there were lots of weird like it because it had been a high school. There were lots of cool things that you wouldn't normally have in a middle school, like mm-hmm. a black box theater or man. Uh, I bet the woodlands <clears throat> in the eighties would be fun, girl. I bet that was the vibe. Yeah, it had to be. I mean, what a fun time to be a teenager. Mm-hmm. And in such a pretty environment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I would have loved to have been there. But I wasn't invited. Um, no. Uh, so this week, though, we're changing to a different <laughs> subject. Not yeah. maths anymore. And we're gonna Math can't hurt us anymore. Get as hyper-local as we want in, yeah. the, in the cold open. Every yeah, time. For sure. 
It's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we're talking about history. Yes. One of my favorite subjects in yes. school. It was always in my top two. For sure. Yeah. Usually number one. Yeah, same. Um, so we watched a movie that I would say is difficult to sort of um, I took make some, peace with. Yeah, <laughs> in a lot of say, ways. I took some notes as I was going along, and then I was like, uh, okay, they, they are going where I thought they were going with this. And not um, tonally what you'd expect no. in reaction to that sort of no, thing. Very, very um, the, vi- the feeling of this film is like, not a worry in the world, cousin, I'll tell you what. Yeah. It's blue skies, sunshine. Just, just a passel a of good boys time. with bright old futures. And the plot, I would say, is more akin to a very dark opera or a Russian <laughs> story. I mean, it's just like the actual plot is yeah, there's, on paper. there's some pretty heavy stuff Yeah, that doesn't seem to like, the boys just kind of are like, isn't that funny? Ain't yeah, that funny? Really wild stuff, and then they'll just start playing this charming man by the Smiths, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The music. Music rolls. Any music? movie set in England in the 80s is going to have a good soundtrack. The vibe. Absolutely. Um, so, anyways, it's set in Yorkshire in 1983. Um, it follows, like, how many boys? Six to eight? Uh, yeah. Just, I think that's... The right amount of people. Just a little, little. It's a little too much to keep boys. up with. Did, so you can't get super invested in anybody. No. Did, were they the only kids in their grade at this school, or were they just like the I special boys? They were like a special cohort. Okay. <clears throat> because like, they got the best A level scores in the history of the school. And then they asked them to like stick around for another semester that was just sort of like to polish them up. Yes. More for entrance exams. Yes, I guess. Yes, yeah, so it's probably right. just like a special program. So they're trying to get into Oxbridge, so Oxford or Cambridge. Um, their teachers, the history teacher is Madame uh, Maxime from yeah, Francis Harry de la Potter. Tour. So cool. I love that woman. Man, me too. She's an outlander too. Oh, really? Yeah, so. I really got to do it. I got to get we'll into it. We'll do it this fall. Well, we did an episode. We did, we did do an episode. But, like, I need to actually watch it, you Girl, know? All the yes. way through. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, also, Vernon Dursley from the Harry Potter universe. Yes. There plays was another else teacher. too, but I don't... Oh, no. Never mind. James Corden never weaseled his way into the Harry Potter world. And for that, praise him. I'm surprised he hasn't been in any of the, like, uh, Fantastic Beast movies. That's about the right level of... <laughs> prestige that I feel that James Corden has earned. I agree. He so he was in this movie, James Corden. Yes. Very young. Have you looking heard like a teen boy. That blind item about him on the airplane. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> about, about how him, he like, was not helping his wife at all with their like crying baby. Like, yeah. Not talking to her. I did. And then I also feel like somebody else was like, I'm also a flight attendant and he was he sat in first class, and his wife and kids sat in economy. Wow. Can you believe? But also, you have presumably a lot of money, right? Right. <clears throat> yeah. This shouldn't be up for debate. Yeah. He's, oh. Apparently, him and Dominic Cooper, who was also in this movie, are besties. Well, they're, they, remember, they play besties in um, Starter for Ten as well. Oh, I forgot. They're his townie friends. I forgot. That's right, that they mm-hmm. were in that together, too. Wow. Another 80s. England sort of a thing. Do you hear 
Parker's program on the mic? I surely do. Let okay. me tell him to turn it down. <coughs> He's watching no, Light and Magic. It, it's, but I was just like, do I have schizophrenia? No, you're good. <laughs> Please turn it down. <laughs> I can't type. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, I was trying to think of how to, what was that joke from, it's Louie I'm going, how, how could you? Question yes, mark. <laughs> I was just trying to think of it. <laughs> it's so funny. Question mark. <laughs> that I miss Luann. Don't tell me it's about Tom. It's about Tom. <laughs> it's about Tom. Um, okay. Whoops, sorry. I'm getting text messages too. You guys, this is a real professional operation tonight. Oh, we are recording still? We are. Okay, Should great. I back it up? No, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Who cares? Not me. Not me. Um... So yeah, those two boys are in this, um, and then a bunch of other guys that I don't think I've seen in anything else. Oh, well, no, um, that's not true. Russell Tovey. Russell Tovey, cute. Cutie patootie. Cute. So young. Who, was it, uh, Matt from Culturistas? Why can I not think of his last name? Rogers. Maybe it was it Matt Rogers or someone else that they wanted Russell Tovey to break their arm? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's cute. He is cute. Um, he was on that very depressing show that I watched every minute of years and years. Oh, years and years. <laughs> it was Man. that show was so relentless, and for some reason I was punishing like, horrible show. But for some reason horrible I was like outlook. <clears throat> it feels good for my anxiety to see it played out. <laughs> you know. Yes, but then it's like, you know. That doesn't, that's not it's happening. Not, it doesn't, right. Yeah. I, I thought the thing was like, you know, this I think doesn't it was have to be how things be. preying on everybody's anxieties. It could be. I think boy. of it as like one of the most um, sadistic TV shows. Um, I feel like Bobby on Who Weekly has talked about it a couple of times as like a show that for some reason he was like, I don't know why I liked it. I mean, the cast was so good, though. It was such a good cast. I really yeah. like uh, Rory Kinnear for some reason. I do, too. I do, too. Um, and also the woman who played his wife, because she was in those Netflix, like, Haunting Hill House. Oh, I haven't watched those. She's in one or two of them. Are those good? Um, yes, they're all very good. Man. Midnight Mass, the most recent one, very good. Do you know what we didn't do? What? We didn't sync up. We just dove right into the history, boys. I mean, I boys. really have hardly a thing to say. I mean, I did a killer, killer puzzle this weekend. You did. That was a really cool puzzle. Um, yeah, Lindsay saw it. Uh, it's a wizard. Yes. Can you believe? I, this is the first time this has ever happened that we were just completely forgot to sync no. up. I was too excited about my studies. Yeah. Well, that's that's academia for you. Yeah. Um, we saw bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, was it good? It was good. It was very good. I keep forgetting. It's Pete Davidson. Is it kind of like a um, is it a murder mystery type of a thing? It is. Very fun. Yeah. I love the genre. Me too. The book we're reading for book club this month is the Lucy... Lucy Foley. Lucy Foley, Paris Apartment. And I started it last night, which that's like probably my only update other than my kids went back to school. Hey, uh, um, yeah. But uh, last night I decided to read to sleep instead of watching TikToks. Okay. And I am frustrated to report that everyone is correct and that it is... It's very peaceful. It's very peaceful. I went to sleep so nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was reading that. That's like the about the level of like um, deep that I can handle at that time of night. I think I need to always just sort of have like 
something yeah. that's very stupid, and I can dive in for five five pages and then dive back out. Well, and then it's like your special indulgent treat because yeah. it's like a stupid girl book. Yeah, you know, I love that. So um, I think that'll be kind of maybe my my, my new wind down routine. My recommendation for you this fall for a good stupid girl book was uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism. Oh, okay. That sounds very seasonal. You're really going to like it, I think. Okay. Yeah. I would, yeah. Dumb. But I good. love that. That sounds great. And not, not poorly written. Just dumb. Girls, and anyone else listening, but just girls, okay, you know. Girls. Um, Slade House. So if you good. haven't read Slade House, I might read that again. It's like a, every couple years in the fall, I want to read I it. I was thinking about that the other day. It's <clears> such a quick fun engrossing read mm-hmm. kind of scary but you not like terrifying bone clocks though it's in the same universe but it's so long it's really worth it um would reading slate house again be like a good kick like yeah kick stand into you'll want to read bone clocks after you reread slate house okay okay yeah i will i'll think about it okay i've got a lot of books just piling up but yeah. boy i love to have them me too. Today on my walk, I picked up Dude. Dolaire's Book of Norse Myths. I'm excited that you have this. It's like, they're so nice. They're yeah, so like, those, illustrated. I love those illustrations. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I actually don't know much about Norse mythology, so I'm excited to learn. You haven't seen The Northman yet, have you? I haven't still. We could also do a unit on that. Oh, okay, that's right. That is a period yeah, piece, huh? It is. A unit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll do like a, a Norse mythology. unit. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a great idea. Mythology, mythology. unit. Also. Yeah, we can we can go even we can take subjects and then dive deeper into units. Yeah. <laughs> you remember <laughs> the units? Industrial Revolution. <laughs> yeah, I loved having units. And curly Q writing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I plan to take that kind of note when I do your schoolings. My schoolings, which oh I did okay. Are you I starting guess, tomorrow? I'm starting tomorrow. As am I. Um because Tomorrow is back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, I'm doing a work one. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to do the drawing class. Okay. And I then I'm going to read uh, Mary Beard's SPQR. That sounds so lovely. I'm pretty excited. I'm starting with the Khan Academy, like, art history overview. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to, like, motor through it as quickly as I can just to sort of reorient myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to try to pick a unit. To uh-huh. read more deeply upon. <laughs> Love it. So that's my sort of art history track for this fall. And then I think my other track is just sort of literature. <laughs> just reading books that I feel that I should have read. You could you know? put together uh, a syllabus. I should. And just see that these are five classics that I need to that's read. A, that's actually what I should do because then that will keep me on track. Yeah. But I don't know if I necessarily want to do like, cl- I don't know, classics or like books that everyone's been talking about yeah, sort that of in the works last too. little bit you know it's your syllabus dude. it is my syllabus you are correct I get to decide how things go mm-hmm. but then it's like I, oh god I don't know I really could go so many directions with it um did I tell you last week on the pod about sister song the book I was that I listened yeah. to I did it on the pod or I don't know I can't remember if I recorded it or not but listener the audiobook of the book Sister Song. I can't remember the author's name. Lucy Holland. Very good. Okay. Very spooky. Like, it's a murder ballad from, like, the 17th century, but, like, retold through an ancient Britain family. And it's very cool. 
I really, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Murder ballad. A murder ballad. Yeah. Ooh, you know what else I kind of have a meaning to do too. This could be my my literature track. Is short stories. Yeah. Very fun, those. It's so fun. And I have, every time I come across a cask of Amontillado Damn, joke that thing goes. <laughs> on Twitter, I retweet it every single time because I'm like, I'm a, a sucker story. for that story. And Roman <laughs> Fever by Edith Wharton. Bitch. If I could, man, if I could force. Yeah, the and, world. If I could buy the world a Coke. I would really, okay, <laughs> I think I would have to make people read that mm-hmm. and Joan Didion's on self-respect. Some of you girls need to read that Wait, out of the gate. I don't think I've read that one. You should read it. Okay. On self-respect by on Joan Didion. On self-respect. Okay. Um, man, what are the other ones? Well, have you ever read The Egg by Andy Weir? No. Is it a short story? Yeah, you should read okay. that. The Egg. Okay. You know what? I think there's a George Saunders I haven't read too. Oh, did, did you read 10th of December? I think I did read that one. Ooh, maybe. And maybe only that one. And then, of course, Lincoln and the Bardo. But I've only read two of his books. I haven't read um, A Pond in the Rain. The one. Yeah, isn't he, that what, like, about writing? It's about, like, Russian uh, literature and, like, what it taught him okay. about writing. Because he's, like, a big fan. Which I might do. I might do that next semester. Yeah, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Anyways, basically, if you want to join along at home, the idea is just... Choose a night or two a week that you're just going to spend a couple hours devoted to learning new things that you want to learn about. Yep. Treat yourself like a student. That's the work you do to earn a back-to-school shopping spree. That's it. Basically. That's you literally have to send your ass back to school. Exactly. Yeah. Man. I'm ready. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Okay. So back into the history, boys. As we were saying, it's a bunch of boys. It's a bunch of now sort of famous boys and then a bunch of boys that I think maybe are famous on stage because apparently this was just an absolute smash hit on the stage the girls could not get enough of it yeah um the oh god what's his name one of them ended up having a being like one of the original cast members of the Harry Potter musical oh really um yes and he's the one who I think looks like um my friend Kevin okay he's been told honestly all of these boys Looks so much alike to me. Jamie Parker. He plays Scripps, the guy who is like... Uh, is he the churchy <coughs> one? The churchy okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I had major face blindness between him and... What's the other guy? Um, Lockwood? Sure. I don't know. I like honestly barely ner- learned... I know Tim's is... Um, what's his face? James Corden. And I know Dakin is Dominic Cooper. Yeah. Um, Rudge so, is Russell Tovey. Rudge. That's right. But they, um, all of the boys sort of talk about Dominic Cooper in this movie like he is the hottest thing to ever grace humanity. Just that guy is just able to get with any woman he wants to. How's the talent pool in Sheffield? I I guess that must be the case. I wonder. Because I was like, (laughs) what am I missing? He looks like the Cheshire Cat, and that's all I can see. Nicole has always maintained this about Dominic Cooper, too. She says that he looks like the Cheshire Cat. Yeah. And then, uh, who's the other Dominic? No. It's not Dominic. Yeah, no. What's the guy that was with Lily, that drama last year? The, oh, oh, Dominic West. Dominic West. 
also a Cheshire cat smile. I, but the difference is that I am attracted to Dominic West. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't see that changing. Yeah. <laughs> he is a cat. So he can sort of get away with it. He's because one of those, I've said that he's cute. <laughs> he's one of those where you're like, you are so bad. Stop. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> Stop it. You. Uh, <laughs> you're being lewd. <laughs> you're embarrassing me in front of my ex- parents. Exactly right. Um, so <clears throat> at the beginning, the headmaster tells um, the two teachers, the, the Madam What's-Her-Face from Harry Potter and... Boy, D- you know Dursley. what? Let me go ahead and pull up that IMDb app. Let's do a solid here. Uh, I know, is, I know Mrs. his name is Hector, the professor. Yes, Mrs. Lintot? L- Lintot? Lintot. I don't remember sure. them really saying her name a lot. I don't really either. Dorothy is what they call her, I think. Okay, yeah, Dorothy. Um, so she is the history teacher, and then and Hector. I love her. Hector is the English and general studies teacher. Like I want to go to this school. Teacher, I guess. <sighs> yeah, me too. What the hell? I know Penelope Wilton like ducks in for just two scenes as an art history teacher. Yeah, I love Penelope Wilton. I know you were really excited. I about will. That. I would ride for Penelope Wilton. She is so good. Oh my god. Um, and the other teacher that they bring on is this guy, <coughs> um, Irwin. Irwin, who was played by the former. Mr. Claire Foy. Yeah, I I was shocked to hear this. I mean, stupid. Hate to lose. Dumbass. You hate to lose Claire Foy. She's Boy, so cute. I really don't know how you're recovering from that one. <laughs> you fumbled. <laughs> you you fumbled something pretty nice there. Um, that girl has crazy money now from Netflix too, and good she's for her. just a doll. She is so cute. Good for her. Um, thank you. Um, so they bring Irwin on because they're like, we got to get these boys into Oxbridge. Um, their class with, uh, Hector is pure chaos. There is no rhyme or reason to it. And his, his like teaching philosophy is like, these kids should learn anything they want because knowing stuff is better than not knowing stuff. And... I don't really have a curriculum. Go ahead. You know? Yeah. So they just talk about whatever, you know? Like yeah, kind of I mean, dialectics about... A very good instructor. Yeah. If you if what you're trying to do is collect references, which yeah. I think, yes. For a, sure. A great thing to do to <laughs> whatever kids. Whatever that class is, I'm yeah. in. Except, like, I got stressed out and he was, like, making him speak French better. Like, yeah. Like, I can't. They had French a very still stresses me out. Well, they had those boys doing a very blue yeah skit uh-huh. that they were making up a little improv activity and about a brothel in a brothel mm-hmm. in French. And um, shortly after this class, they like weasel their way out of being in trouble when the headmaster drops in by being like, "We're playing World War One to practice our French." Yeah, not, not a brothel. <clears throat> nothing to see here. Um, so. He, Hector's like, which kid am I going to take home on my motorbike? Ah, and like the boys are all kind of cutting up like, I want to go. And one of them is like, why doesn't he ever choose me? And Dakin, Dominic Cooper, uh-huh. is like, uh, well, he sort of met fools around with whomever he drives home on this motorbike. Yeah. Yucky. Isn't that nasty? And the way that these people all sort of 
It's like an open they're secret. Like, well, and they're like, you know, we love Hector. <laughs> we all have our quirks. We, <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, and, like that's just an oak, like, priced in. It's part of, you know, it's you gotta take the it. good, take the bad. <laughs> well, and, like, what's, I think what's interesting about this movie is that you, they let him rationalize it. And, like, you have to sort of interpret that. There goes my child. I on hear the monitor. her. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hear her. Oh. Wait, is she doing it? <laughs> Iconic. Um, yeah, that's my oldest on the monitor saying, Mommy, can you hear me? It's like my my favorite thing she does. I she's like honestly playing it up big time. Like she's going like mommy yeah like really stretching it out and i'm like girl that's creepy i was shocked when i babysat her and she Mm -hmm. immediately adapted overcame and was like aunt mom (laughs) (laughs) she's like it's important to be able to take notes on the fly do you feel like she like learned that intonation from like like an animal no like in nature that like appeals to a mother that way yeah i have no idea where like, she what, got did she that hear, like a mockingbird one time could be it's who so, knows it's, it's the so strange thing but she really she's let it such evolve. a specific way she says it yeah and she does it consistently that way every time what a character she really she really <laughs> is such a card <laughs> she is a goof um so uh other sort of side plots are developing. Basically, it's like a bunch of kind of A plot, B plot, C plots. Yeah, one but of like them's not gay. One of them's gay. The other one's trying to get lucky. And he's also obsessed with the teacher. Very, like, uh, sublimated sort of yeah. um, homoerotic something or another going yeah. on there. Yeah, well, and then it becomes unsublimated at and the then end. It, yeah, it sort of pops. Made quite explicit. <laughs> um yeah, it's funny, like, the subject matter and the way they talk about it is very... Just sort of, eh. You know, devil may care kind of a thing. <laughs> Extremely devil may care. But also, like, for all of that and, like, how heavy that stuff is, it's, like, not physically graphic, really, at any point. No. These boys are talking about sex I mean, constantly. It's, it's, you... It has that quality of a movie that's adapted from a play. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's I guess like that's the true. words kind of have to do the heavy lifting. That's probably true. Um, wow. But Erwin uh, comes in and he's kind of like teaching these boys how to have hot takes for a while. Like, yeah, he's basically he's like, you've got to have an them. interesting point of view to try to get into Oxbridge. So maybe say something more complex than Stalin was bad. And it's like, okay, but. He was that. Right. So there's I don't <laughs> My brother in Christ, I've what little I know of Stalin. Yeah. It's, it's not, not endearing. much to recommend him. Yeah, I can't say it was a good a good Here's what I'll say about Stalin. Have you seen photos of him when he was a young man? Mm-mm. Kind of a Baldwin. Really? Shockingly. Look it up. Okay. Google young Stalin. Young Stalin. Got yeah. it. <laughs> um did you ever watch The Death of Stalin? Yeah, and I thought it was very fun. Okay. Wait a minute. I know. Is that him, really? It really is. He looks so modern. Yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? That is so weird. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a guy. He looks like a guy. You know, he's um, Georgian. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
I actually didn't, I really know very little about Stalin other than his body count was quite high. One thing I'm going to figure out is that region <laughs> of the world. <laughs> Eurasia, I'm on to you. <laughs> I'm going to figure you out. You're like next, next semester, it's going to be Russia. Next semester, it's going to be like the Caucasus. What? <laughs> what 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 are you guys up to what's happening yeah um yeah i guess what other plot points am i missing here i mean basically they're all you know they're prepping for the big show like to go do these interviews yeah and and and, or like hector gets caught because the like traffic cop lollipop lady Mm. reported it Mm mm-hmm and, like, the kids kind of know that he's going to be... Right. Yeah. Fired. Um, fired. But yeah. whatever. But then they, in the end, kind of conspire to, like, have him keep his job. Yeah. These kids are... Their relationship to... Um, Mr. Hector, who, by the way, they're, Hector, they're leaving the this abuser. school. <laughs> they're leaving this school. So they're like, I think it's a oh, rite of passage for young men to sort of... They all talk oh. about it this way, which is, I'm, I'm wondering if this is, like, a generational understanding that has fallen away, or, I, like... I hope that's not the case. I, you, yeah, well, I, let me word that correctly. Like, right. is this, like, a point of view that people held at any given point? I, I, to my I knowledge, know. no, but, like, I really wasn't around. Uh, like, I know that they had a very casual attitude toward, <laughs> <laughs> towards <laughs> male teachers dating, dating um, young female girls. students. Yeah, female students. Which also prison <laughs> disgusting. disgusting but like i know that just sort of happened in like the 60s but not by the 80s i don't think okay i'm sorry if i was a mom in the 60s i would be like no male teachers yeah like stay away from my daughter yeah absolutely she's a baby and i would like her to be able to graduate and go like, to college if it was like understood and accepted that that could just be a dating pool for mm-hmm. male teachers then like disgusting ew yeah i know ew ew foul that is foul. nasty agreed i tend to agree <laughs> Um, so, curveball, though, at the end, is that Irwin takes a ride on the motorbike. These boys are all celebratory. Yay! We saved, we saved our creepy molester teacher's job. But also, yeah, like you were saying, they got into colleges. That, well, was, yeah. a, that was a valid reason to be celebratory. But they're all celebrating, like, yay, we did it. <laughs> we got into the great The schools. cycle of abuse will not stop here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and so, they're like... You know who should take a ride on the motorbike is you, Irwin. You should do it. And so he, young teacher Irwin, who has moments ago sort of agreed to go on a date with Dakin, Dominic Cooper's a character. date is a really polite term That's for what a, they have well, landed I on. I wasn't really... Dakin requested a certain sexual favor from his teacher. (laughs) Inappropriate. I know. Um, I guess sensing that that teacher was having questions about his own sexuality. Yeah, that whole thing felt also like a a power move. Yes, it did. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't think Dakin really is into men. No, I think he's just just being a a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um... Uh, the motorbike crashes, and Hector dies. Yeah. Moments after his job was saved. Heroically. Well, <laughs> I think that's honestly because, one of the better outcomes right, of the movie. Uh, sort of neatly ends that. Right. 
you know, it need he needed to not be able to have access to young he children anymore. He needed to anymore. not be able to teach anymore. <laughs> Correct. And if that was the most efficient way to handle that problem, then wrap who am the plot I? up that way. Yeah. But the boys all go and sing at his funeral. Yes, they do. And um, then, like the cool history teacher, what was her name? Peggy or something? I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy. Um, imagine talking to these boys in the future. Like, what happened to all of them? Which is kind of, I love, uh, where are they now? Sort of a... I love... Coda when a movie ends with a where are they now? Like, I hate when they used to spell it out on the screen. Like, that was, like, a very goofy and cheap, stupid thing that they did in the early odds and teen movies. You and know, be like, it's in a simple so favor, too. Because Craig and I watched that Saturday night. Wait, a simple favor? Yeah. Which one's that? You and I saw it together with Mom. Oh, it's, it's the Anna Kendrick the one. Blake Lively, yeah, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, one. that seems right. Yeah, because <laughs> those girls were like, "I, what you got to do is have like a funny." Here's what happened to yes. her. Yes, and they were like, "Yes, absolutely." That's very happen. Paul Feig culture. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but I love yeah when you just sort of see like. Well, and then there they are several years later. Yeah, bebopping along. Um, <laughs> one so of them could, died, though. Yeah, one of them went like went to war the and one, died. He has Terry Deary horrible history face. He does, indeed. Yeah. They're the most British-looking person That's you've me. ever seen. But there were three of them that were the most British-looking person. It I have different flavors. <laughs> face blindness to them. Yeah. Couldn't tell those boys apart for a million dollars. Nope. What um, a shame. Let's see. Rudge, like, what, owns... He owns like a, a like a contractor business or something. He like something builds something like that. He builds like cheap yeah. kind of prefab quick houses. I think. Yeah. Because she made it sound like he was scamming people, poor people, and he well, was she like, just never liked him. Right. And he and was like, okay. I make affordable homes for first time home buyers or something. And it's like, oh no, you're not doing a good job, <laughs> and you don't care. Yeah, I think maybe, but that seems right for Rudge. From the little I know of him, based I'm, on his sort of attitude during yeah. the film. Yeah, he was, like, everyone else was like, God, I love being at school, learning things with my peers and my teachers. And Rudge was always just sort of like, I hate I'm this place. too. <laughs> <laughs> I was dragged here against my will. <laughs> um, yeah, he gets into Oxford, one of them. Because his dad had worked there, like, on the staff. Yeah. Like, the maintenance staff or something. And he also, like, they were going to take him on the rugby team, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Um, what I else? mean, this movie was just... Oh, yeah, Dakin became a tax lawyer because he's a jerk. Yeah. This was kind of a smooth brain summer type of a, a story as well. Yeah, nothing happens. Nothing really goes nothing on. Nothing really happens. Oh, you know what else was weird in that coda, though? What? <laughs> was the gay boy. Uh-huh. How he was like... I'm a teacher now, and it's really difficult not to diddle my students. Yes. But I don't. And it's like, man. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Is it? <laughs> no. If that's something that's crossing if your that's mind. in your heart, you should find keep a it different. there. I don't need to hear it. This that's is a funeral. You're, <laughs> you're right. I forgot they said that because I was, I'd like stopped taking like, notes by that point. What a deeply inappropriate <laughs> thing to say. Oh my God. That's unnecessary. so gross. Yes. Very unnecessary. Um, what do we want to do next week? What subject? English or science or art history? What are we doing? Oh my God. I had a, I had one in mind. Also, what was the P.E. one that you came up with the other day? The P.E. one was A League of Their Own. Oh, man. 
okay, I do, I'm going to put a pin in that because I think I did promise that we have to have Anna B on the pod for okay. a league, for league of their, of their own. own. Okay. So um, what's in English? I did send you the thing today about another movie with Tom Sturridge and Dakota Fanning in it. Not Effie Gray. Oh. But what's her face? Well, not Wolf. Who was Shelley? Yes. Mary Shelley. Yes. So that's an option. That for, is an option. For an English. Ooh, but we should save that for Halloween. Okay, you're right. Um, right, right. Well, <laughs> What's a literature person well, movie? Okay, there's. I have. We have two options because one uh-huh. <laughs> is um, the Molly Shannon Emily Dickinson one that we talked about. I think that would be fun. Or we've never done the hours. <laughs> oh my god, we've never done the hours. You know, we did do. Um, Mrs. Dalloway as like our first yeah it was like, it was a, like very, a second episode very or something. early episode which is funny because it had it hadn't really been part of our our first few were like hey this movie no one's ever heard of yeah and we were like <laughs> I remember being like our first one's wild and Jenny and Fiona were like wild with Reese Witherspoon and I was like no wild with an e with Stephen Fry <laughs> as everyone all- knows this <laughs> From 10 years, 12 years ago. There's just such a strong through line of my my life that is like, like absolute siren noise. Virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Wild Nights with Emily is what the one with Molly Shannon is called. Yeah, let's watch it. I heard it's good. Okay, I'm into that for sure. Yeah, so we're watching. So for language arts. For language arts. Next week, we'll be covering Wild Nights with Emily Dickinson. Yeah. It's just Wild Nights with Emily is what it's called. With Emily Dickinson. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. Um, I think the the discussion topic for uh, next week, everyone come prepared, is, is poetry valid? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay, an interesting question for you two. Or, why does it make me uncomfortable? (laughs) (laughs) If someone tried to tell me about like their favorite poem like my flight or flight <laughs> didn't you and Allison used to go to poetry readings in college all station? the time why um pumes <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> first of all you had to be there <laughs> no uh we went because it was like a social thing was it like um, a, just a good vibe well a good crowd? how do you know that I asked my husband uh to abandon the date that he was on with another girl and ask me out mm-hmm. at a poetry night. Is it sort of so? stalked him, like, pray there. That happened at a poetry night? I thought y'all yeah, were at a restaurant well, we or had, something. He, I had several classes with his roommate, mm-hmm. and his roommate did poems, Pans. and I knew that he oh. would be there. And okay. so I was like, okay, Sarah, let's go, go to poetry night. You set your Woo! sights. And we got there, and then, like, this... Heather Broad had like asked him out. I don't think so, ma'am. That's my husband. I was like, go piss, girl. Like she, <laughs> she did not leave his side for one second. And I was like, I could do this a polite way, but you're really not giving me an option. So I just came up to him and I was like, Craig, it's good to see you. Um, give me your phone number. Uh, and he did in front of her. And then I texted him. I was like, this is Molly Sherman, and you better ask me out. Uh, Ooh, you were Cokie Roberts. Is that what's their name? Cokie Roberts? I don't know. PSC movie? <laughs> or is that is Cokie Roberts the Club movie? Yeah. Ooh. Let's get busy. 
Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. I, and then, like, you I mean, know, probably, like, left there and was like, <laughs> No, Cookie Roberts is an American journalist, as I was concerned. <laughs> that's the case. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cookie Babysitter's Club is Cookie Mason. Cokie Mason. Cokie Mason. <laughs> That's <my> <laughs> Anyway, all this to say, I ended up going to a lot of poetry things because of the roommate uh-huh. of my boyfriend, cum husband. Yes, I uh, see. Okay. And I, even at the time, we would leave there and be like, man, I really still don't know <laughs> poetry's for me. <laughs> It's good to see some people that I like <laughs> and people that I know. <laughs> and, and I think it takes a lot of gumption to pull stuff together like this. I think it's great for the community <laughs> that you guys have a place to get together. Don't know if I like it. <laughs> Don't think I do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, that is good. Oh, okay. Well, next week... Come and listen to two English majors talk about Wild Nights with Emily, which we're going to take about 50% seriously. Yeah. As is our want. Yes. Um, Love Molly Shannon, though. Yeah. Excited for her. Very excited for her. Um, Anyways, yeah, watch that with us or don't, but join us while we talk about it very foolishly. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.